You're listening to a Mango Languages podcast. Yasas, Tiochitz, and welcome back, language teachers, to Adventures in Language. I'm your guide, Emily. And in this episode, we're talking about the dreaded summer slide. What is it? Why does it matter? And how can you help your students avoid it? And for those of you who might not know me yet, I'm Emily. I'm a linguist at Mango Languages with my PhD in bilingual language processing. I've taught English and Spanish in various countries abroad and have studied seven different languages myself. So all of that to say that the language learning process is very near and dear to my heart, and I'm here to help you help your students get the most out of theirs. And as always, if you're new here and you'd like to make sure you're up to date on all the awesome language content we have for you, come join the Mango fam by subscribing to the podcast. It seems like such a small thing, I know, I know, but it really does help us do what we want to do, which is build community together and enrich lives with language and culture. So we appreciate you. Now, without any further pomp and circumstance, let's get to it. So what is Summerslide and why does it matter? Summerslide is a term used to describe the learning loss that can occur over the summer break while students aren't in the classroom. You may also know by the name Summer Learning Loss, or you simply know it by that feeling you get on the first day when your students say, ooh, what did we even cover last year? So let me break down what we know about Summerslide. Roughly 75% of students don't get any formal learning experiences in the summer. And don't get me wrong, it's great to take a much-needed mental break, re-energize, get outdoors. All of that is great. However, the lack of structured learning experiences over the summer months can have negative outcomes for students. For example, we know that they tend to perform more poorly on standardized tests at the beginning of a new school year than they do at the end of the previous school year, which that in and of itself shouldn't be so alarming as standardized test scores aren't the only or even the best way to gauge learner progress. But what is somewhat concerning is that summer slide can show some continental shift action in that it can accumulate over time in a way that affects students' overall proficiency in critical subject areas like reading and math. In particularly, this happens among low-achieving students. A recent 2020 paper about this from Dr. Sarah Winchell Lenhoff, an assistant professor of educational leadership and policy studies at Wayne State University, and her colleagues summed it up really nicely, saying, quote, a meta-analysis of 39 studies found that between the grades of one to six, there is a potential cumulative achievement gap that could compound to one and a half years worth of reading development loss in the summer months. On average, student scores decline by one month's worth of school year learning during the summer, end quote. So we know that the summer slide can be a big problem for students and for our language learning curricula. So what can we as language teachers do about it? I'm going to share four things that you can do to provide fun, valuable ways for your students to continue and maintain their language learning journeys over the summer months. And importantly, these don't require your personal time, energy, or labor over the summer. Because again, that's when you need to do your resting, your restoration, and getting amped and energized for the next academic year. So number one, do a life goals, summer goals activity. I love this one. So sometime during the last week of class, set aside some time to have students reflect on their life goals. So this could be their career goals, their personal goals. Ask some questions like, where do you want to be in five years? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? 
and then have them set up their summer language goals in alignment with them. So for example, if I have students who want to go into international business in college or in their career, then I'll ask them, well, what kinds of things can you do to set yourself up for success knowing a language? And so they might look up particular vocabulary packs in order to be better suited for that area. So during that time, you can also give them your own tips as a teacher to keep them accountable to their goals. So I personally recommend that my students use, you know, digital calendar reminders. There's a bunch of apps that you can recommend. There are, of course, a lot of low-tech options as well. Simply put, like motivational reminder post-its. After they go through the, the work of finding out what their goals are, ask them to type out their summer language goals and submit them to you by the end of class. A great way to make this more individualized for students is to ask them to also specify their real life why of getting conversational or proficient or fluent in that language. Maybe it's because they want to learn the lyrics to a popular song or they want to find a life partner who speaks that language, whatever their goal with the language is, have them include that. Then hold on to their submissions because you're going to use them later. Okay, tip number two, curate a summer bucket list for them to explore. This will be chock full of fun, teacher-approved language and cultural learning opportunities for your students to know about. So these can include podcasts to listen to, musical artists to get into, and even local or virtual events that involve the target language and or culture. If you're like me, you already keep an ongoing list of your favorite content and events, so why not make it a thing and share it out with your students? Heck, even include it in your syllabus at the beginning of next year and keep it updated. Now, if you have any recommendations of your own for other teachers to consider when they're writing up their summer bucket list, share them out in the comments. The power of teachers and crowdsourcing. It is a beautiful thing. Okay, tip number three. Send midsummer motivation check-in messages. This one's super easy. This really just requires sending out two to three email check-ins throughout the summer to ask your students how they're doing with their goals and ideally including some motivational content. And for this, you can lean into your own teaching personality. Bonus here is that you can schedule the emails out ahead of time so that you don't have to worry about it when you're actually on summer vacation yourself. And as I promised earlier, in this tip, you can make use of that life goals, summer goals activity that you will have done with them at the end of the previous school year. So in one of your check-in emails, in one of these midsummer motivation messages, attach the student's submission to remind them what they said their own language learning goals were gonna be for the summer. And pro tip, if you don't have access to student emails, or you just know that they don't check them, consider communicating through your school's LMS, the learning management system, or even consider putting out motivational messages through your school's newsletters, right? You have many options that can be individualized for your own learners in your own school district. Okay, now the last tip, here we go, tip number four. Get the Mango Languages app. It is truly awesome. The app itself is a great resource to provide for students over the summer to keep up learner engagement and retain that proficiency. It's also great during the school year as a resource for students, but it's especially helpful to combat the summer slide. Now, if your school doesn't already have an institutional license for you and your students, bring it up to them. The worst they can do is say no, right? 
So find out more about all the cool stuff that Mango offers, and you can set up a meeting with one of my friendly colleagues by clicking the link in the description. Okay, wrap up time. So now that you know all about what the summer slide is, why it matters, and how to help your students overcome it, let's review those tips together. Okay, number one, do a life goals, summer goals activity. Number two, curate a summer bucket list for your students to explore. Three, send midsummer motivation check-in messages. And four, try to get your students access to the Mango Languages app. Well, thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please let us know by hitting that like button and subscribing to the podcast. And remember, if you have a question or an idea for an episode that you'd like to hear from us, let us know. We're always listening. Well, language enthusiasts, that's all for this episode of Adventures in Language. Adiosas. Slanlat. And I look forward to hanging out with you here next time. Bye.